It's a warm and hearty welcome to you, the listener and the viewer out there, to another business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host, and in this episode, we're going to talk about insurance for your business, with a little bit of focus on the insurance that you need to cover yourself for what you can be held liable for, either you or your business. Now, joining me for this conversation is Musidi Shomang on behalf of the South African Insurance Association. Musidi, a warm welcome to you and thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks you very much and uh, thanks to the members of, of uh, the association. Musidi, now it's been a while. We've, we've actually recorded a podcast before together um, and, and it's actually been a while since we've had that conversation about insurance. Yes, they are. It's good to be back and explaining insurance because it's a necessary, I think, tool to protect the business. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you. So in the last podcast or the previous podcast that we did together, Mercedes, we spoke about uh, the different types of insurances. Uh, we also spoke about the, the importance of being properly insured. And we also focused on doing a risk assessment so that you can determine what type of insurance and what type of cover you need. But in this or today's episode, we're going to focus a little bit more on liability insurance. Now, I'm sure that it's going to make for a very informative and a very in interesting conversation, uh, Musidi. But for our listeners and our viewers, we are going to cross over to a very quick ad break just before Mercedes and I continue our conversation. So our listeners and our viewers, don't go away. Do stay tuned for these ad breaks because they are for your benefit and your interest. Mercedes and I will be back right after this. Are you having questions about the Plumbing Industry Registration Board and the plumbing industry in South Africa? Well, then join us on the couch and in conversation with the industry experts to answer all your lingering questions about the plumbing industry. The PIRB remains committed to ensuring open and consistent communication within the plumbing industry. So, be part of the conversation. Send us your questions on email at communications at prrb.co.za or on WhatsApp on 079-833-6930. Become a part of the conversation today. Hashtag on the couch. Hashtag PIRB. Welcome back to this business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and my guest, Mercedes Shomang of the South African Insurance Association. Today, we are talking about uh, insurance for your business with specific focus on insurance. Uh, liability insurance. But before we kick off with our conversation, uh, Mercedes, would you just very briefly introduce yourself to the audience, our listeners and our viewers again, just so that they know where and how you fit into the scheme of things. And then also just please introduce them to who and what SIA or the South African uh, Insurance Association is, please. Uh, thanks, Valem, and, and thanks to the, the listeners and the members. Um, my name is Mercedes Shumang. I'm one of the consumer education specialists for SAIA. So my role is to educate consumers and explain the various covers that are offered by uh, members of SAIA. 
SAIA is a representative body of about 57 um, insurance companies, including reinsurance companies mm -hmm. in South Africa. And uh, part of their role is to educate members so that whatever product that they buy, uh, they have a good understanding of it and it can work for their benefit. So this is one of those sessions that we're happy to be part of so that we can explain what insurance is and what it covers and what are the risks that different businesses may be facing. And, and hence the next question that I have for you. So in, like I mentioned in, to, uh, in my introduction and welcoming to this episode, um, that the two of us have had a podcast uh, together before. We recorded a podcast together before, uh, which is episode 69 of the Professional Plumber Podcast. Now, I'd like to urge our listeners and our viewers to actually go and review and listen to that podcast, because in that we also discussed um, the different types of insurances. We, Like I said, we, we discussed... Uh, the importance of being correctly covered and having the correct type of insurance. We, we focused on, on plumbers doing a risk assessment so that they can determine um, you know, the, uh, what type of insurance they need. But you speak now of the consumer education sort of initiatives of SIA. And that you're, you're directly involved in that and making sure that the, in, the consumers learn more about insurance and correct insurance, etc. Where and how can they, they... Please tell us a little bit more about that, that consumer education part. Um, there are various initiatives that uh, SAIA runs that are linked to their consumer education programs. Uh, some of them is on uh, radios that we do go to various radio stations to educate our members. But where most members can get information is on the SAIA website, where they can log in and go to the consumer education section, and they will be able to see the different programs that we do have, and also some of the explanations that we give on various products. So we encourage members to visit uh, SAIA website and uh, click on the consumer education program and they will be able to access the different uh, programs that we do have. All right, so let's kick off with today's conversation. Let's, let's, talk, about, um, let's talk about the focus of the legal aspects of insurance and, and doing business and the fact that you need some form of cover. Would you mind to just very briefly tell us uh, what... What type of liabilities can service providers, and especially tradespeople, you know, like plumbers, etc., what type of liabilities can, can they face when they are doing business and delivering their services? Um, Willem, like any other business, when you conduct your business, you may make all your employees, which you are all, or also may be held liable for, um, can make a mistake, you know, negligence in doing their work. Um, they can either, through that mistake, damage somebody's property or injure a person that can lead to maybe sometimes death and things like that. So when uh, a businessman is found to have been negligent or that error can be ascribed to you as a plumber, then that liability, people can sue you for the damages. 
that comes with whatever uh, mistake that you've made. You know, there are many uh, mistakes that plumbers can make. You could be working on somebody's property and by mistake you, you damage the whole property or you, you know, then you are liable for paying uh, that that person's property. And it depends on the extent of your business and how many. So liability is anything that you can be sued for. Mm-hmm. Your employees also could uh, turn against you for whatever suffering that they may have uh, in relation to their work. And this can go from bodily injury or um, death. They can then come back and say, we're suing you as the company because you didn't take precautions and you didn't protect us. Therefore, the company may find itself being exposed to some of the liabilities coming from the employees. So it's both your customers uh, and the public and the employees that may sue you. Sure. And the fact is, uh, Musidi, that you know people always think, when they think insurance, they always think, uh, yes, my my vehicles need to be insured my tools need to be insured my uh, my my building and the building structure my offices need to be insured and all the equipment that i have in there like computers and whatever i need in the office side all of those things need to be insured but people tend to sometimes forget that there is something like liability that they can be held legally liable to to, like you just explained now, for the different type of things that they need to or can be sued for. Um, and, and that's why we are focusing on that specific part of, of insurance in today's episode. But, you know, in the plumbing industry, we often have huge plumbing businesses. They are huge plumbing employers. They have huge companies that have about, let's say, 10, 12, 20 vehicles out. You get You even get franchises of, of, of plumbing businesses or plumbing companies for that matters, which are on large scale with a lot of employees, right? But then we also have the sole propriety. We have that plumber who, he it's himself and, you know, maybe uh, one or two laborers that work with him, you know, learner plumbers or assistant plumbers for that matter. To who does, who who is, does this liability, the the, the fact that people can be sued for different things. Does that only apply to the larger service providers, the larger type of companies? Or is any service provider, whether you're a sole proprietor, can they also be sued and held liable for for, for mistakes and those kind of things? Uh, Yeah, thanks for that question. The fact that um, I'm a sole proprietor, I'm a business, I'm providing service. I've got employees who are acting on my behalf. There's this thing where you are vicariously liable, so on behalf of your employees. So if you send out your employees to my house uh, to come and fix, let's say, my bathtub, and whilst at the house they make a mistake and the water floods my whole furniture um, and uh, they damage the whole furniture, So obviously, as a business, you as the sole proprietor, I'm looking at you as a service provider and as a business, that liability will rest with you. So it's very important that irrespective of whether you have registered or you small business, for the mere fact that you're providing a service, um, you have a potential of being negligent or making an error or omission. 
that can attract liability. So even including the sole proprietors may be sued for negligence. And, and hence again, I would like to re- reiterate the fact that it's important to, to consider these things and know about these things. And that's why we are having, again, this conversation today. So we can, you know, we can, can at least give some form and convey some form of educational or informational information about, um, you know, on the topic of liability insurance. So we are going to go into another quick ad break for our listeners and our viewers. Do stay tuned for that ad break. Have a look at them. They are for your benefit and your interest. Musidi and I will be back after the ad break right now. It's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber. The PIRB's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. Start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back to this business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and my guest, Mercedes Shomang of the South African Insurance Association. Now, just before we went into the ad break, we again focused a little bit on the fact that there's not only a need and a requirement for um, insurance cover on things like your, your tangibles, like your 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 tools that you work with or your vehicles that you use to transport your your staff with or your office equipment and computers for for those administrative staffs um, and your machinery that needs to be covered there's there's also the aspect of legal liability for when you make mistakes or when there's negligence or when something has been damaged in a property of a consumer or a customer for that matter and that's called liability insurance and that's what Mercedes and I are talking about in this episode. Mercedes, um, we've already determined that uh, liability can be applied to both your larger service providers like your bigger companies and we've already determined that it can also apply to sole proprietors because many of our plumbers watching these episodes are sole proprietors. They are uh, one or two or three or four maybe in their, in their employ and, and that is the extent of their business. I want to ask you quickly, when it comes to liability insurance, liability cover, um, what types of liability insurances are there? And let's have a look then or a discussion about what is covered and what is not covered under each one of those, if you don't mind. 
Okay. Um, there are quite a few in the market. Um, I'll try and, and restrict them to what may impact the 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 the, the plumber. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is your public liability insurance, where it covers you against any um, damages or being sued by a third party. So, meaning somebody you do not have a contract with or you didn't contract to do something with. So for an example, and, and I need to explain this very clearly, let's say you, you, you're working on somebody's property. They have given you custody and control to work in their bathroom. Okay, So you're working only in the bathroom to fix whatever you're fixing in the bathroom. Uh, lo and behold, as you go down maybe the stairs, you start breaking their chandelier or you break the, the tiles in the dining room. They didn't give you custody and control of the dining room. So obviously that uh, lounge or dining room is not part of the agreement that you've entered into and you damage something. Then that's when the third party or public liability will respond to the damages. So if you damage something of any other person, the, the major risk of plumbers is overflow, which can damage one property or many properties, uh, especially when they do connections of whatever they're dealing with, either sewer or water. What we're finding is that's the biggest, uh, biggest risk. Or once you're working there, you could uh, a person can be injured. You know, children can come closer to uh, where you're working. You forget to close the manhole. They fall into it, and uh, then you are being sued. So the public liability insurance will then respond to um, any damage that you're being sued for, whether you've damaged somebody's property or there is injury or death of a person. That is their public liability. It may have. Um, Depending on the type of policy you take, you can have some of the extensions under that liability policy. Things like statutory defense, where uh, obviously if somebody has died, maybe an inquest, your employees may be arrested and the insurance needs to defend you in in that process in terms of um, the extent of liability that you have. Because the person who's suing you may issue summonses and you would need the insurance to, to defend you. Um, you may also, due to your action, lead to somebody being arrested or your employees being arrested in the process. So if you've led to wrongful arrest of somebody and you are being sued or for damage, defamation, maybe you made an error in terms of your judgment and somebody says you defamed them, you can get an extension under this, this cover. But the one that is more closer is plumbers do sell some of the products. So you you can recommend products to people and say, you can use this tool, you can use that. Now, and, and this, it's usually when they, when they recommend type of products, like, uh, you know, you can, to save energy, you can use this type of product or to save water, you can do use this type of product. Or for that matter, if you want to filter and clear your water, you can use this type of product. Those are kind of things that plumbers would typically recommend. Yes, definitely. So the minute you start selling a product and that specific product fails or it injures somebody, they're going to start by suing you and then maybe include the product manufacturer or the whole value chain. 
Now to avoid, because you're the one selling the products, to defend yourself in case the product fails, you would want your insurance to come into play. Then you can take an extension of a product uh, failure or product efficacy so that at least you are being defended. You don't have to use your, your own money. Mm. Uh, then there's an the issue of you fixed something, but due to error in your work, so defective workmanship, you find yourself that uh, maybe whatever you used failed. The pipe you used uh, didn't connect properly and it fell on somebody's head and killed somebody. The insurance will not pay for fixing the pipe, but will then pay for the liability that comes from that defective workmanship. So that person who sues you to say, uh, your pipe failed and uh, it injured me, then I'm suing you. That's some of the extensions you can look at. Um, plumbers also give advice to people as they give service. Like you were uh, giving an example of saying, use this filter, it will do uh, maybe filter your water properly and things like that. Okay, so in that case, if you've given advice as a plumber and it turns out that that free advice you gave uh, actually leads to somebody dying or being injured, they can also sue you. But if you've got the cover of gratuitous advice because you've given the advice freely, the insurance is able to then defend you against that advice you have given. So it's very important to look at uh, this public liability and the extensions that is got that it can defend you on it. Going to the employer's liability where a plumber has got employees. Let's say your employees are exposed to some chemicals uh, as they're working. And then later down the line, the employees say, due to the exposure to chemicals, I now suffer from this illness that makes me not to be able to work. Therefore, you, Mr. Employer, didn't protect me. You didn't provide me with uh, safety equipment. And now you need to pay me. And the minute there are damages being brought against your business uh, by the employees, then your employer's liability product may come in and protect you. So these are the two main ones that maybe links to the plumbing industries, but there are various products that uh, the plumbing industry can consider. All right. And, and when it comes to what is covered and what is not covered... I know that we've that we've alluded to it now in the in the in your explanation of the different types of of uh, uh, two coverage or that may be applicable mostly or uh, <clears throat> to to the plumbing industry. Um, what is not covered by any liability product is anything that is part of an agreement. So if you've entered into an agreement and you are being sued based on that agreement, uh, the liability insurance policy will not cover it. That is why when I gave the example of, let's say, dam damaging somebody's property, where I excluded the area where you've got custody and control and said you'll only be covered for an area that you do not have custody and control unless you've taken an extension for custody and control specifically. But uh, the works that you're working on uh, the insurance will not cover it as part of because it's part of the agreement that you, you're working on. So that will not be included. Things like your own property that gets damaged maybe due to your own negligence whilst you're working at a client's property, 
uh, will not be covered as part of uh, any claim. So if there is damages, maybe fire and things like that, your own assets, you need to have covered them under your own asset policy. So they will not be included in the liability insurance. So that's the key thing to remember what it really covers um, and maybe to relate it to am I under a contract or am I not under a contract? That's the major difference. Masidi, there are two more questions that I do have for you, but I think let's just cross over to another very quick ad break. Again, to our listeners and our viewers, do stay tuned, have a listen and have a look at these advertisements, again, for your interest and for your benefit. Uh, Masidi and I will be back right after this. Good day. How can I help you? Hi. I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem. But did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called the App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh, well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on the App Plumber, but you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. Welcome back to this episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast, in which myself and my guest Musidi Shomang of SIA, or the South African Insurance Association, are discussing liability insurance for your business, whether you're a huge plumbing company or whether you're a sole proprietor. Um, just before the ad break, we were discussing uh, the, the most or those type of liability uh, aspects that apply mostly to the plumbing industry or that can mostly apply to the plumbing industry. And we also looked at what will be covered and what will not be covered. Now, I have an interesting question for you, Mercedes. Um I heard you use the phrase and the word, um, the, the insurance will defend you. And I heard you say, will cover you for this or will pay for that. But just the, the, if I can just for myself and for the listeners and the viewers, just get clarity on that. When something happens, when there's an incident that a plumber or a service provider is sued for, I know that you say that the, the term defend, does that mean legal defense? Does that insurance cover um, contribute towards the cost of your legal representatives? Or is that for the, the service provider's own cost? Or is it included in the, in the insurance cover? Uh, because it was just that word defend that, that, um, that I needed clarity on. And then sec secondly, um, is it always a case of they, the, in that cover will pay for whatever you're being sued for? Or is there a proper investigation done so that to determine if it, look, if it was really negligence or if it was really something that was done with malicious intent or whatever the case may be, then surely the insurance, uh, are they going to pay for that? If, if Let's say, for instance, it was done with malicious intent, um, or pure recklessness or negligence, will they definitely pay that? Or is they, are there like terms and conditions to say, hey, well, wait a minute, you know, you're covered for that, but because of what the circumstances of what you did, really, we cannot cover that. Yeah, well, thank you for, for that question. It, it, it really will help me clarify, I think. 
most of the things. Insurance in its uh, dealings does not cover anything that is willful or intentional. So if I, as Musidi, intentionally goes and open water and leave pipes running, if I can be proven to have been reckless. So insurance covers negligence, but recklessness where you there is an intent uh, does not insurance doesn't cover it. The other important thing is an issue of uh, complying with regulations. Very important that in dealing with your business uh, or providing the service, you need to at all times comply with the regulations. So insurance will not defend you where you've deliberately ignored or not complied with the regulations, especially within your industry or the law. So yes, those will be excluded. Now, obviously, if somebody sues you for damages, um, the rule is you need to notify your insurance immediately. They will then have to defend the matter because they'll have to conduct their own investigation as to whether you as their client is liable for the damages that, that you're being sued for. That's the first part. The second part is if they determine that, yes, you were negligent and it was not willful intent, it is part of the, 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 the work, your employees forgot to do something which led to the damages, there comes the issue of how much are you being sued for? Is it fair? And if they feel that whoever is suing you is asking for too much money, they will defend you to say no, we do believe that, um, yes, they've caused the damages, but the extent of the damages equal this amount. So that's where the insurance come in to defend you as a business. One, to make sure that indeed you are liable. Uh, if it is determined that you are liable, the second point is how much are you supposed to be paid? And they will then defend those things. But anything that's got to do with you breaking the law or doing it intentionally or being reckless, um, the insurance does not cover. Musidi, I want to ask you quickly, SIA, South African uh, Insurance Association, is it part of, or is it their role or at least part of their role in the responsibilities to ensure that uh, insurers and reinsurance um, operate fairly and transparently and most importantly that insurers and reinsurers give accurate and correct advice to, to, to consumers and when I'm saying consumers I'm talking about service providers like plumbers who need liability cover. Is it part of SIA's uh, uh, role to ensure that you know service providers like plumbers get the correct information from their insurers um yes um firstly in addition to the south african insurance association code of conduct the insurance industry is very regulated and one of the uh, acts that covers it with the short-term insurance act has got um, some rules, we call them policyholder, they're called policyholder protection rules, which clearly stipulate how consumers need to be treated. So the first thing uh, is consumers must be treated fairly. So when we talk about fair treatment of consumers, it means that when 
the insurers deal with you. They need to send somebody who understands the product. So that person who gives you the product or who's selling you the product must be clued up to give you that advice. You know, you, you they can't send somebody who doesn't understand the plumbing industry to give advice on plumbing itself or the insurance that deals with the, the plumbers. Um, the second part of it is that they need to make sure that the service they give to policyholders, they don't put barriers in between. So for an example, you do have a claim and you are approaching your insurance. They mustn't make you jump through 10 hoops to before you can get somebody to assist you because you are a business. So if a policyholder feels that I'm not being treated fairly, um, the insurers are putting unnecessary barriers in dealing with my claim, they have a right to one complaint to the financial sector conduct authority to say, hey, uh, I've got a policy, it should be responding, but they're sending me from pillar to post. Number two, they can also write to SAIA because SAIA has got a code of conduct for its members to say, we need uh, we need to treat our policyholders with respect. And they can then say to SAIA, through your policy uh, code of conduct, please attend to your member who is not uh, treating me fairly. You know, So that is very, very critical that from the um, members themselves to make sure that they're dealing with people who are registered, who are representatives of, um, who are authorized by the Financial Service Conduct Authority to give advice so that they can have a recourse against them. And they deal with members of SAIA so that they can have an ability to um, complain to SAIA if they feel that they are not being treated uh, fairly in this process. You know, it's always in the best interest of the consumers out there to, to make use of uh, you know, service providers who are registered with associations and bodies and recognized associations and bodies. It's almost like the PRB, isn't it? <laughs> when you make use of a plumber, make use of a PRB registered plumber. Um, and when you make use of an insurer or a reinsurer for that matter, make use of somebody who is registered with the, you know, the South African Insurance Association. Um, the fact is, Musidi, that you know, if a plumber does his own risk assessment to determine what kind of liabilities he'll be facing or what kind of insurance cover he needs for his business, he or she needs for their business, you know, they may be overseeing some risks um, that, that this, the insurer if they know the industry, like the plumbing industry, then they may say to them, but listen, you have forgotten about this and you've forgotten about that, and then recommend and advise accordingly. Um, hence, I was asking that last question. Yes, indeed. They can share with you the experiences of what they've seen gone wrong because they've dealt with, with the claims, they've seen what can go wrong, and they can be able to to be in a position to advise you to say, this can go wrong, so let's guard against it. Surely, and, and, and surely also from previous claims that have been logged and previous cases where, where service providers in the plumbing industry have been sued, from those they can get examples of things that can have gone wrong in the past and then advise on that. Indeed, indeed. Musidi, um, I want to thank you again for your, for your information that you've shared. You've clarified a couple of things, things that even I didn't have sort of clarity on and needed clarity on myself. Um, it's, it, we cannot reiterate enough the importance of 
service providers having the correct insurance in place for their businesses, for themselves, you know, whether it's on your tangibles or whether it's liability cover. In this instance, our conversation was about liability cover. Um, should they want to get hold of SIA and learn more and, and maybe chat to you or, or whoever and maybe go and have a look at those, you know, the consumer education parts where they can then attend and listen to more, you know, insurance education. Where and how can they get hold of SIA and, and you guys if they want more information? Um, yes, their members can either email SIA at info at SIA.co.za or they can visit the SIA website, which is www.saia.co.za or they can call the office line, which is 011-726-5381. And uh, Saya will be very glad to respond to their questions and be able to direct them. Because what is important is being directed to the appropriate insurer who provides the cover that you need. Because the members are many, they are 58, but we need to ensure that you go to the one that will provide uh, the correct cover or the ones that are providing that specific cover that you need. Again, just showing that uh, Saya actually cares. Masidi, thank you so much for your time and your effort. We do, know, we do know that time is money. So thank you for the time that you've sacrificed. Thank you for the information that you've shared. Thank you very much for having me. Um, I was glad to be part of the podcast and thanks to the members. Glad to be part of the podcast again. And we'll do another one. We'll do another follow-up. Yes, thank you. To our listeners and our viewers, that concludes the conversation between my guest, Mercedes Shomane of uh, SIA or the South African Insurance Association. But to you guys and girls, the, your ladies and gentlemen, our listeners and our viewers, don't go away yet because we are bringing you some industry announcements right now. From us, Mercedes and myself, that's a goodbye. We'll see you in the next episode. VRB's National Roadshow of 2023 is almost at an end with only two more national cities to visit. Thank you to everyone who visited us at Western Cape last week. Our next stop is in Northern Cape at Build It in Mafeking on the 2nd of October and Build It in Rustenburg on the 3rd. See you there! Join IOPSA for an extraordinary evening of recognition and celebration at the highly anticipated Plumbing Industry Awards. This event takes place tomorrow at the renowned Indaba Hotel in Four Ways. Step out for a night of fun, dinner, entertainment and the best of all acknowledgement.